Hello, this is Pastor Brandon Fender, and I'd like to welcome you to another transforming message from right here at Living Way Church. I believe that your life will be impacted by the words you hear today. For more faith-based content, check us out on all social media outlets. Now let's go live into the message. When you die in the Lord, you're immediately in the presence of the Lord. There is a literal place called heaven, and praise God, I'm doing everything I can to go there and take everybody I can with me in Jesus' name. And I know you are too. Let's turn to the word of the Lord. 1 Peter 5.8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. I want to talk to you for a few moments as you're seated on familiar weapons. Familiar weapons. I marvel. We talk about Veterans Day. I marvel at the people that serve this country the training that they go through. And I see them in, in jet planes. I see them with weapons that I don't even recognize. And I realize that they are familiar with them. They have been trained on those weapons. And friend, I believe that the church is in a war like we have never been before. We are in a warfare and you are attacked for being a Christian. We have a speaker of the house that is a Christian from Shreveport, Louisiana. His wife is on a pastoral counseling team there. He's just been speaker of the house a few weeks. But I saw him ridiculed, ridiculed by brilliant people this week because he believes that the Bible is literal. He believes that. And they just mocked him to no end. This nation was built on the premise of the Word of God. We have drifted a long way, but God's not through with this nation yet. And there's going to be a revival, there's going to be a spiritual uprising. But you're not going to have that revival and uprising with a patty cake for Jesus. It is going to be when people of God realize who they are and the power you have. You know, it's one thing to have something, and it's something else to realize you have it. When you got saved, Jesus said in one, Acts 1 and 8, after you receive the Holy Spirit, that's the reason why I'm an advocate for every believer being baptized with the Holy Ghost. He said, after you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall have power. Power what? Against this enemy. Because Peter would write and said, it's serious. Be sober. Be on guard. Because you have an adversary, an enemy, the devil. He walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The devil is after you. He's after your family. He's after your children. And friend, if you don't recognize that, he's got you at a terrible disadvantage. You need to equip yourself. You say, why is it that we are in such a battle? This is no casual observation of the Scripture. This is an alarm button. This is a warning, not to one person, but to all of us that are born-again Christians. What is the motive of Satan? Satan doesn't need a motive. 
He is the personification of hatred and unreasonableness. You know, when we see people today rob somebody and they get in a situation, they kill somebody, we say they, their motivation was theft, robbery. They wanted money. But when you look what's going on in the Middle East and they're cutting babies' heads off for no reason, that is pure devil. That's the devil. And the devil is unleashed and he's walking this earth. And church, we can do something about it because we are not without God's equipment. God has equipped us. Unjustifiable hate. People just hate people. There's never been on such a time on earth when there's been such a barrage of unmotivated murder. It's like the line in the old Johnny Cash song. said, I killed a man in Reno just to watch him die. They will kill you just to watch you die. That's where we're living. That's demonic. That is the devil. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 12, verse 12, and I use this verse a lot because it's so apropos to our generation. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. That's us. And of the seal. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. You know, the devil knows things that a lot of people don't know. The fool has said there is no God. In his heart, he has said there is no God. But the Bible said the devil believes in one God and trembles. And the people say, well, I don't think that it's the end of the age. But the Bible said the devil knoweth he hath but a short time. The devil knows more than a lot of people know, even some Christians. In 1 John 4 and 3, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it is should come, and even now already is it in the world. The spirit of the Antichrist walks among us. First John 2, 18. Little children, it is the last time as you have heard that the Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. God warns us with his word. But we are not to be unlearned or ignorant of what's going on. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. God identifies the devil's weapons. The Bible identifies Satan's weaponry and devices as wiles of the devil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That person that is your enemy, that person that has made your life miserable, they're not the real source of the problem and the hatred that is against you. It's the devil himself. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I don't know whether you are sensitive enough to recognize the devil. I confront the devil every day of my life. Sometimes it is an attack on my mind. Sometimes it's on my body. And sometimes it is a flesh and blood individual that I recognize that I'm standing in front of them trying to do whatever I'm trying to do. And they are devil possessed. And I've got to be able to work with that. Let me explain to you many times demon possessed people have tried to defeat me and I have come out victorious. Why? Why? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against spirits. And God has equipped me. And God told me and he told you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. The Bible said in Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 25, I preached a whole sermon about this verse one time. The Lord hath opened his armory and brought forth the weapons of his indignation, for this is the work of the Lord of the God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. The Bible said the Lord has opened his armory. Did you know in Amos, the Bible said that every nation shall rise against Israel? America has taken Israel's part in this short war, but there is already an eroding of that support. They're calling for a ceasefire. Eventually, every nation in the world will turn against Israel. And then the Lord said, I will rise up and I will defeat the enemies of Israel. That's what God said. I take that scenario as being personal. Though everybody rise up against me, the Lord is on my side. You've got to get up every morning saying the Lord is on my side. It doesn't matter what the boss says or what a family member says, what a friend or an enemy says. If it is counter to what God has called you to be in your life, God is going to raise his spirit up in you and you are going to be victorious. The weaponry of the church is not carnal but supernatural. I thank God that I've won battle after battle after battle after battle, but I've not won one of those in the courts of the state of Texas. I've not had to sue to get what was mine. I've not had to sue to protect myself. Every time, every time when I've gone to prayer, the Lord has become my counselor. You think Perry Mason was something you think a great lawyer is something. When you got Jesus Christ as your attorney, you're not going to lose a battle. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sold out to Christ because Christ is on my side. And if the Lord won't let me down, I don't want to let him down. I want to be able to stand against every cynic and every carnal person and every skeptic and every pseudo-educated person that would laugh at my faith and say, I won't bend and I won't bow. I'm much like Daniel and the three Hebrew children. I know in whom I have believed. And I am not normal, I am abnormal. I am not carnal, I am spiritual. My weapons are not carnal, my weapons are spiritual. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God's word identifies the spear of Satan's attack is in our mind. I talked about that Wednesday night. You've got to get your mind right. They thought themselves as grasshoppers, and so were they in the enemy's sight. If you don't see yourself as a son of God, if you don't see yourself as a soldier of the Lord, if you don't see yourself covered with the armor of God, if you don't see yourself with the sword of the Spirit, if you don't see yourself as a victor, but you're always a victim, you're going to be sorely defeated. You've got to rise up and say, I know in whose I am. I know who is on my side. 
And God said, in my mind, I will first take victory. Because he said, casting down imaginations in my mind. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You've got to get your mind right and then become obedient, and when you do, you will bring every disobedience. What does that mean? Everything that is against God, against God's Word, against God's kingdom, against God's will, every one of those will be brought to obedience, and they will bow their knee and submit to the authority of Christ that is in you. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Don't forget the devil goeth about seeking whom he may devour. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. Back in the early days of the charismatic, they made the word doctrine an ugly word. It's not an ugly word. The Bible said they were astonished because of Christ's doctrine. Doctrine is simply what do you believe? Do you believe anything? I believe the Word of God and everything it says. I believe that Christ is who the Bible said He is. Jesus said, believe on me as the Scripture has said, not as the Pentecostal church said or the Catholic church or Living Way said. Believe on me as the Scripture has said. And so I believe in the Word of God. I've got my loins girt about with truth, with the doctrine of the Word of God. I have on the breastplate of righteousness. One of the hardest things you'll ever do is realize that you are righteous because your wife lives with you and she doesn't believe you are. Your mother-in-law certainly doesn't believe you are. And you know more bad things about you than they do. And yet, God commands us to receive the righteousness It's not the righteousness of my daily routine. It's not the righteousness of my footsteps. It's the righteousness of my faith in God. The Bible said that Abraham believed, and it was imputed to him for righteousness. I'm righteous not because I never say an unkind word or never have a bad thought or never do a bad deed. I'm righteous because in whom I believe. And I believe in his redemption quality. I believe regardless of my mistakes that I'm saved to the uttermost. I believe I'm washed in the blood from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I believe I have on a breastplate of righteousness. Cast not away your confidence. I'm confident not because of my tithing record or church attendance. I'm confident in my righteousness because of what I've believed and received through Christ. I really believe that I am a new creation. 
I'm better than the black man and the white man and the brown man and the red man and the yellow man that are without Christ. I am a superior race. That's the reason why I am not a racist. I believe that when we, the people of God, become the children of God, that we are elevated above every race. And so if you are a different skin tone than I am, it doesn't matter a bit to me because we are a superior race. We are the only righteous people on the face of the earth because we have been dipped in the blood of Jesus Christ and we are a new creature in Christ Jesus and there's not anything like us on the planet earth. Hallelujah. And my confidence is in his righteousness. Have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Preparation. Do you know what it means to be prepared? The Bible, or somebody said, if you're not prepared, you're prepared to be defeated. Friend, I am prepared for whatever the devil has. Because I prepared not in the Bible schools and not in the seminaries. I've done that, but that's not my preparation. My preparation is in the gospel. And the gospel tells us that I can overcome the greatest enemies of mankind. The greatest enemy is not poverty. It's tough, but you can get out of that. The greatest poverty, the greatest, the greatest poverty and problem you have is not lack of personality, but you can overcome that. Your greatest enemy is sin because the wages of sin are death. Your greatest enemies are sin, death, the grave, and hell in that order. But friend, because of the gospel, I've got power over sin. I've got power over death. I've got power over the grave. And I've got power over hell. I'm shod with the preparation of the gospel, praise God. It's on my feet. And so because of that, when the devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, I can stand tall and boast loud because I boast not in my flesh, I boast in Christ. And the devil has been whipped so many times and so effectively by the devil, by Jesus Christ, that the devil is afraid of Christ. And when he realizes not only do I have Christ in me, I know I have Christ in me. Not only do I have Christ in me, I am now, I am now in an armor, a full body armor that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am an overcomer, the whole armor of the Lord. My loins are girt about with truth. My breast is but the breastplate of righteousness. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I have the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and the word of God. Back to my text, familiar weapons. Friend, it's not enough to go down, and people are doing it by the millions, to the gun store and buy you a weapon and take it home and leave it in a box and put it on the closet shelf. Number one, it's not loaded. Number two, you don't know how to load it. Number three, you don't know how to get the safety off. Number four, you don't know how to sight it. Number five, you don't know how to pull the trigger. You just do not know. 
You got the weapon, but you don't know how. You got to go somewhere to a shooting rage and have somebody show you how. The Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. The Holy Ghost has made me familiar with the weaponry of the Lord. When I realize that sin is coming into my life, I have a weapon for that. You know what that weapon is? It's the blood of Jesus in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. And so when you say, I plead the blood, that's not really for healing, that's for sin. I plead the blood. That means all sin is guilt. I am washed new. That's the reason why the Bible said his mercy is fresh every morning. If you walk through this world, one time is not enough. You need to plead the blood of Jesus Christ every day of your life. That's the weaponry of the Lord. Number two, number two, against demons. Demons come against me. You said, they don't ever bother me. That's because you're not being vigilant. You don't even know the devil's there. The trouble with America is not Russia and China. It's the demons in America that are destroying this nation at its foundation. And so many people are like that spiritually. They don't realize that they're being destroyed from within by demons themselves. But I have got a power and a weaponry against demons. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. My weapon against demons are the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have preached the length and breadth of this nation. I have had a shotgun pulled in my face with a double barrel with both triggers back. And the guy said, I'm going to blow your head off, preacher. I said, just before you do that, Will you clear this building in Chicago? Will you let everybody out of this building but me? And he said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody left the building, including the pastor. I stared into that double-barrel shotgun with both triggers pulled back. And then I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, sir, I rebuke you. I saw him run out of that door and get on a motorcycle. I saw him ch chased by the police. I went to the police and argued his case and said he really wasn't dangerous because the very next night, the same man that had brought that deer, that shotgun to kill me with, and the reason why he did it was his wife had got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, and he thought I'd ruined his marriage. That very next night, he was in that altar. He gave his life to Christ, and God baptized him with the Holy Ghost. I'm simply not afraid of the devil because I know the name that is of every name, Jesus. When I say Jesus, demons run backwards. When I say demons, they call for Satan himself. And Satan said, let's go somewhere else. Let's deal with somebody else. Let's deal with somebody that does not know that in the name of Jesus, every demon flees and every angel salutes at attention and the God health itself comes to your rescue. When I say the name of Jesus, I can go to Cancer Town and walk out of the city limits. I can go down to Diabetes Village and come out victorious because I know a name that is greater than any sickness and any demon and any devil. I am familiar with my weapons. And I ask you, do you know which weapon to pull for what occasion? 
Against demons, I pull the name of Jesus. Against sin, I pull the blood of Jesus. Against thoughts, imaginations, I pull the word of God. Friend, I know the word of God. Don't ask me to quote it to you chapter by chapter. But there's something inside of me. I've read it so much that the verse that I need just comes up like it's on a screen. And there I have it. And when the devil came against Jesus, when Jesus was fasting and praying, and he began to offer Jesus all kinds of things, he said, turn these stones into bread. He said, I'll take you to the pinnacle of the temple and I'll show you everything. I'll take you to the mountain and show you this world. Jesus said one thing, it is written. Folks, it's not enough to know somebody that knows the word. You gotta know it for yourself. Because on some black night, in some lonely hour, in some treacherous moment, the devil's gonna come in like a flood and you're gonna have to be able to stand up and say, it is written. And when you say it is written, the devil's going to know that you are not a novice with the weaponry of the Lord. But you've gone to the armor of the Lord and you've got all of his weapons and you've become familiar with them. I used my power of the blood of Jesus Christ in the slightest temptation. So when the big ones come, I'm prepared. Praise God. I used the stripes of Jesus Christ back on a mere headache. So when a cancer comes, I'm familiar with it. I know how to aim and sight and pull the trigger. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to realize who you are. And you've got to become familiar with the weaponry. I could go on another hour, but you get the point. God is telling us that the devil has come down with all of his wrath in Revelation 12 and 12. But it does not matter. I am stronger in Jesus and my weaponry is greater and I shall put him under my feet and I shall be victorious in all things.